Welcome back, everybody, to the Missionary Men. Uh, just wanted to give a quick update before this episode starts because there's a few updates for you all. Uh, I realize we haven't posted anything in the past couple of months, and that's been due to a lot of just busyness uh, that we kind of address at the end of this episode, and you'll hear a little bit more about why that is. Uh, the other thing that I want to address is we're currently going through a uh, reformatting of sorts, and so we're kind of working through that, and that's kind of been part of the process of why it's taken so long. I do guarantee that we will be back up and running during this school year, doing new episodes, covering new topics. Uh, we're really excited about our new direction. We're trying to take things and make it a lot more applicable to those of you that listen. Um, as always, you can feel free to email us with any feedback. If you have a direction that you'd like to hear the podcast go, a topic or anything like that, please email us, themissionarymen at gmail.com. In the meantime, enjoy this episode. It was an episode where I sat down at the end of the year with Thomas, one of the seniors, who's going to be a missionary with SPO, actually, and talk to him kind of about his experience there. At the end of the episode, you'll hear us kind of talk about him maybe being on more episodes and uh, the weeks to come. It's all kind of a lie, all kind of a sham at this point, just because things got out of hand and crazy over the summer, and we weren't able to record as many episodes as we wanted. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this supersized episode of The Missionary Men. Welcome back <laughs> to The Missionary Men. I'm Ben Stefanowitz. I'm Thomas Castelluccio. And the ghost of Robert Williams is with us. Is he? I don't know. I don't see him. I don't see him either, but he might be here. Could be. In spirit, Rob Williams is here with us. Also, he's not dead. He's also not dead. He's just as dead as Gabe Tristan. Not rest in peace. Well, he's he's like less dead than Gabe Tristan. He's still in town. Oh, uh, well, like we don't know that for sure. I guess I don't. I mean, he's shopping. Somewhere. Could have gone to Kyle. Could have. I don't know why he would, though. Sure. Dude, I finally found Mountain Dew Black Label, though. I'm so excited. Uh, it's not that great. It's it's better. No, no. Okay, so I've been looking for like the past month for Mountain Dew Black Label. For those of you that don't know, Mountain Dew's not a big deal down in Texas at all. And those and of you who don't know, uh, or I guess don't remember or recall, Ben is a huge Mountain Dew fanatic. Yeah, and uh, Minnesota is like really known... Well, not really known, but I mean, there's there's a city in Minnesota that drinks or used to drink so much Mountain Dew that Mountain Dew used to sponsor them with Dew Days. Like during the summer, they had Dew Days sponsored huh. by Mountain Dew. So it's just like a thing in the North. I love Mountain Dew. I'm a huge fanatic. They could make any flavor and I would try it once. Why not? Um, and what so, about that? Uh, aren't they making a Dorito flavored one? Well, they have like in the pipeline Doritos. Yeah. Supposed to take Doritos. I don't know. I'd try it. I, I think it will be awful, but I'll oh. try it. I mean, it's the same reason that I bought Mountain Dew Pitch Black. It is not Black Label, Pitch Black, by the way, uh, because they used to have it in stores, and I remember hating it, and it was like my least favorite flavor of Mountain Dew. So you figured you'd drink it again. So I figured I'd give it another <laughs> shot, because why not? Because I'm a huge fan of Mountain Dew. Um, so, I don't know, but I found Black Label. It comes in the tall boy can, so it's 16 ounces. It's an all-black can, and it's Mountain Dew Black Label, and the flavor is Crafted Dark Berry, which is oddly nondescript. Um, <laughs> but I find it delicious, and I'm just happy that I found it after like a month of searching because they never have the fun flavors down here in Texas. So I'm actually surprised they had Pitch Black, too, because when I was searching for Game Fuel in this, like, October, it was not apparent. Yeah. I still have one can left. Of Game Fuel? One can. Of this year's or just, like, the standard... 
What do you, oh, no, no. I hated this. I didn't really like this year's. Mm. The standard one. That's the only one I really like. I try the other flavors always because why not? But, you know. Sure. I, I don't really care for it. Um, but, yeah. So, I'm excited. I'm, you know, it's not like the normal alcoholic drink, but it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good substitute. Um, if, if mom, if you're listening, uh, I mean, I already talked to you about this, but everything is fine. But anyway, so last Sunday, I guess almost a week and a, almost a week ago now, uh, I was due to some outrageous incident. I was fighting a shark while juggling, um, you know, batons that were on fire. Which is really impressive because we're like landlocked right here. We have no... We have no water bias that would have. Yeah, to start, but so. but the shark he came a far distance to come fight you. Yes, it was surprising. He, yeah, he wanted some, but you know I I put him in his place. But he did get me, uh, get a few hits in on me, and on the top of my head, I busted it open and I needed seven staples in my head. There was just so much blood. Um, I didn't tell my mom that. So mom, if this is how you find out about the blood, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, seven staples in my head, all the brothers in the house, like really like flocked to me to help me out and to just like be awed of all the <laughs> just blood and stuff and gore. It was, it was a bit rough situation, but, uh, everybody tended to me and made sure that I was all right. So I think the ironic part is that the shirt that you were wearing that has like a small blood stain on it, it says yeah. medicine man on it. And I'm like, it's yeah. ironic. <laughs> yeah. And it's white. It's a white uh, shirt that uh. says medicine man on it. So it was, yeah. it was, it's a great blood stain on that shirt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's the funny thing is like now that the year is wrapping up to the only thing I'm like tempted to get you for graduation is like a staple remover. <laughs> Just to be, oh. I mean, I know that's not how you actually remove them, but I don't know. I think it'd be funny. It would. Oh. Yeah, I was in my class yesterday, and one of my buddies, Dylan, he, he, uh, I told him about it at the beginning of the class, and then the whole class period, he uh, wouldn't refer to me as anything except for staples. So, so I guess about a quarter of that the class easy. now, yeah, a quarter of the class now calls me staples, and. I, did, I thought it was college, not the fourth grade, but, you know. I mean, you'd be surprised. It's remarkably similar. Yeah. College campuses, fourth grade classrooms. Yeah. Luckily, it was staples and kind of like a endearing, you know, tone. It wasn't like he was making fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> that I know of. Well, yeah. I mean, but we are coming up on the end of the year here. Um, and that's actually why I wanted to... I mean, so we're without Rob again. I don't know. This has been like two weeks in a row. It's strange. Um, but wanted to talk to specifically Thomas, uh, because he's going to be moving on from Texas state. I'll be no longer with so, you. I know. In, in, in the same peace. sense. Rest as in Gabe. peace. Yes. Uh, so soon to be dead to us, Thomas Castelluccio. Um, just wanted to talk about, uh, your journey a little bit, uh, your experience with SPO down here, your experience with the Lord. Um, but then also what made you, cause we talked about on the podcast now, what made you decide to serve mm-hmm. with SPO? What are you excited about? What are you nervous about? Like, yeah, just anything within that gamut. Um, so nothing super formalized, nothing, you know, huge, but yeah, 
So I, sure. mean, I don't I don't know if you have a starting place you'd like to go from or. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of interesting because Ben just proposed this idea, this topic. Uh, I don't know, probably about 15 minutes ago. Um, and it was interesting because this morning in my prayer time, I was just kind of reflecting on um, reflecting on the uh, year or, you know, that my college career the past three years at in the house past four years at Texas state. And, uh, it was interesting that I was reflecting on, uh, it and now you propose it as a topic idea. And so basically what I was just reflecting on in prayer this morning was, uh, while I was praying outside on the deck and I guess I just started with like the tangibles. Thank God the deck didn't fall apart. Yeah, exactly. It's like a daily getting, worry. Getting burned down, uh, <laughs> la- last year. Anyway, <laughs> There's a slight fire. I hope Brett doesn't listen to this, our landlord. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he knows. There's a giant gaping hole in the middle of it. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, but I, I started with just like the tangibles of, you know, when we moved in, the house was uh, pretty much trashed. The year before we were here, all the floors were black. Every wall in the house was white, just like this. Um, you know, we, we painted as of last entire, year that was, too. Yeah, right we painted the entire upstairs this year. We cleaned out the, uh, the backyard, cut all that bamboo down. And then I was kind of reflecting on, um, I guess the, uh, the people, the people that have come in, um, and you know, it was in, it was in my prayer time. So I was reflecting on like the people that I've brought in, uh, and the people who are, in the community experiencing like you know experiencing community and experiencing christ experiencing um a relationship with the lord because of you know just like me being able to invite them into that uh being able to you know be a vessel of the holy spirit and that was really good for me to uh just reflect on that and to see like the ways that the holy spirit has been working you know the past three years four i don't know it depends on how you want to count it but uh we'll go four give yeah. you credit for more sure or less i did same work in three years anyway yeah so that's what i was reflecting on this morning just uh the ways that like that the community has grown you know over the past four years yeah well and it's one of those things that's really hard to see in the moment too yeah especially because um, i mean i know even for myself looking at this year you know it's really hard in the moment to see like okay why am i actually needed down here um what do i actually do on a day-to-day basis yeah because you know when i'm sitting driving to san antonio to go play laser tag with a couple guys you know it's like well what am i actually doing here is this actually what i'm supposed to be here for mm-hmm. um but it's like when you take a step back. And so you, you have that opportunity now, which is nice to look at the, you know, like the past three years and see like, okay, in these three years, what has actually been the impact that I've had? Um, yeah. And that, that it's really helpful to, t- to take that step back and really look at it. And so what, what, who got you involved with SPO? Uh, a few people. I guess the first person, John Packer Stevenson. Wrong answer, the Lord. Uh, no, oh. <laughs> 
Anyway, no, no, you can continue with the story. Wow. Ouch. Ouch. So you, you said, ah, okay, yeah, I guess that's true. Anyway, Congratulations. who got you into SPO? John Packer Stevenson. So I, I walked out of, uh, so my freshman year, the day I moved in, uh, I just finished moving into my dorm, and it was a Sunday, and so uh, my parents left, and I went to Mass. You know, after Mass, I was walking out, and everybody, you know, at the beginning of the year, everybody's like outside the chapel trying to meet new people, trying to get all the freshmen and tell them about stuff. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure we've all experienced that. Uh, Join my club. Exactly. And so the first person, my first friend at Texas State, first person I met uh, ended up to be John Packer Stevenson, a St. Paul's Outreach mission leader. Now, at the time, I don't I don't know what he looked like at the time. Did he still look the same to the point that, like, he's definitely not really passable for a college student? Mm. Yeah, I mean, he could have been, like, a super senior. But, uh, I mean, college students come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but yeah, he... he I, I I just I, I picture Packer trying to I don't know I picture like a younger Packer still looking exactly the same as he does now. Pretty much, yeah. I think he might have had a different haircut. I don't. He was very. Is he clean shaven now? I hadn't I hadn't seen him in a while. He goes scruffy sometimes. It yeah, really, it really depends. Yeah, on the he was time. clean shaven, but still, yeah, just as tall and lanky. Yeah, pretty much the same. But anyway, um, so I was talking to Packer and he uh. Uh, was telling me about households, and um, wait, that was the first conversation he had with you. No, well, okay. yes and no, because <laughs> we talked for a while. But uh, what he invited me over to play Settlers of Catan. Okay, that, that's at, I thought it was like, house. hey, uh, by the way, households. By the way, do you want to live with me and <laughs> nine other guys? It's your first day here. <laughs> uh, how's it going? No, but. Uh, he invited me over to play Settlers of Catan at the house. Uh, and he said he'd live with like eight or nine other dudes. And I was like, in the back of my mind, I was thinking like, that sounds terrible. Like board games with eight other dudes. Like I could have just stayed home and been with my family or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, but I was thinking like just arguments and everything. And, uh, but I, but I kept, I guess not planned or anything, but I kept like talking with Packer over a couple of weeks, just like whenever I would see him, you know, go and say, Hey, cause I mean, he was, he was like my, the first person I met at Texas state. So it was basically like my first friend, you know? And so whenever I'd see him, I'd go and talk to him. And then, uh, eventually he did get me over to the house. It might've been for a dinner or something. Um, or, like frisbee i don't know i don't know how it, i don't remember how it happened but eventually i met some more of the guys who were living in the households that year and some of those people included uh george papas john leblanc and tanner hicks um and don't those, know any of them <laughs> <laughs> they're they're now like some of my very very best friends um and so they I just like started a friendship with them um, and as well as, you know, Packer, but uh, it was, it was like 
the friendships that formed with not just one person, not just Packer, but also with, you know, a, a solid, amazing group of other dudes um, that made me comfortable with going around the house, you know, even though they were just like playing settlers all the time or something. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, it was, it was like the, the solid foundation with a few other brothers, not just one, you know? Now, the, so this is kind of jumping a lot yeah. to the, more to the end here, but thinking about your time with SPO, did you ever think during it that you were going to serve as a mission leader by the end of it? <laughs> yeah, I, I pretty much knew I was going to be a mission leader since my freshman year, since before I was uh, living in the house. I actually basically because of packer john packer stevenson uh like from i guess we were having like one-on-one meetings you know i yeah i was in his i was so like i said you know at the beginning me and packer we'd have uh a lot of good conversations and so after time he i guess after time but also like really quickly into the semester he noticed that I was uh, a little bit more mature than your average like Catholic freshman. And so I was privileged enough to be asked as a freshman to enter into the formation program. And so uh, my freshman year, I was in Packer's small group. And so we were meeting, you know, at least weekly, um, having one-on-ones. And uh, just from seeing his like the man that he was, like the man of God, how he like wanted to grow so much and how he was uh, influencing me and influencing other men, uh, I guess, you know, other boys to be like men of God, to have that relationship with the Lord. Um, just seeing like the, the uh, role model that he was made me want to be like a role model like that for other men. Has what it means then to be... <clears throat> A mission leader changed to you because like i know a lot of people kind of start with like oh that'd be fun let's continue college mm. for a couple of years uh and then it kind of slowly moves into something different do you have you seen that change then or has it kind of been constant since that point of like this is actually what i want to do and this is why i want to do it yeah it has changed uh i guess slightly i'd say but um yeah from the start freshman year it was it wasn't like yeah college is awesome i guess i guess Halfway, it's because it was freshman year. I had an experience like college is awesome. But um, from my freshman year, it was, uh, you know, to be a role model for other men, for for boys to become men, you know. Um, But since then, it's uh, that's been a constant thing. However, there's been added, um, I guess, the reality that it's more than just a role model, more than like being a man, more than being a good person, but like the the basis or the what what I'm thinking the core would be uh, like bringing others to Christ you know and so what started out as like being a good role model uh, has morphed into like making sure that you're bringing people not into yourself not into like being like you should be like me but more like you should be like Christ you know mm-hmm yeah 
So it's morphed a little bit that way. Gotcha. So now looking forward to this next year then, what do you think you're most nervous about, but also most excited about kind of jumping into this new role? So you're, you're definitely going to be continuing what you've done here, but it's definitely going to be in more extreme, a more intentional way sure. because you'll be jumping into the new position full time. What do right. you think you, your biggest excitement, but also the most nervous moment is going to be for you? Um, you know, excited definitely about being able to do it full time, focus, you know, all of my efforts on that, not, you know, not school, you know, going half and half or sometimes, you know, 40, 60, you know, wherever you yeah. want. Um, so definitely being very excited about, uh, being able to focus 100% of efforts on that. Um, but then I guess also excited, I guess also nervous too, kind of going hand in hand with, um, just the newness. I, you know, I don't know, no one knows where I'm going to go. Um, but just the newness of, I know, (laughs) just the newness of a new place. You know, at least I'm hoping I, I'm not expecting to be sent back to Texas, Um, but we don't have any open mail spots, right? Well, unless they like boot me out. Yeah. That's I was told that that was going to happen. They're probably just done with me in general. They're like, yeah, we actually don't want you at another campus. (laughs) If you could just transition out of being a mission leader. Well, Rob's already out of the podcast. Yeah. You know, he's, we've been slowly pushing him out of here. Yeah. Nah, Go if, back to if he Texas. were here, he'd totally be in the uh, podcast, but he is running an errand. <laughs> anyway, He's doing more missionary stuff than I am. <laughs> Just different missionary stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, but but I'm very excited about the newness because, uh, you know, I'm not like a, I've been a student missionary for three years, but I'm definitely not perfect at it. Definitely not great at it. Um and so, like, what I've been, I guess, failing at, what I could improve at from this year um, is, like, there's very much, like, a fear of, uh, you know, what are these people going to think of me? Because I'm in my own, you know, quote-unquote neighborhood. You know, I'm, I'm, I would go out on campus and, like, be talking to people and they could potentially be in my class. You know, and I could potentially be in a group project with them or something. Um, And to go off to a different campus and, I guess, kind of have the uh, mentality of, you know, this this might be the only person that you see so-and-so, you know. Um, There's no guarantee that you will ever see him again. Uh, So, like, make sure it, it, like, matters. Make sure what you say, like matters you know it's definitely a blessing and a curse yeah you know i mean because you go out on campus and you can have no fear in the sense that i'm probably never going to see this person again yeah if they like absolutely think i'm crazy and hate me um but then there's also that reality of like i might not see this person again so like i have to do this well um mm. and it's, it's definitely harder um, because there, there's a reality of i don't have any classes with these people i don't have any other interaction mm-hmm. Um, so I just have to like randomly bump into someone doing something. Yeah. Uh, I can't like have a normal quote unquote encounter with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, de- it's definitely a different experience, but, um, it's not bad. 
But yeah, I mean, there there's nerve. Yeah, nerves, in that. nerves I mean, and excitement. Like, you yeah. know, it's a, it's a definitely different hand. experience. Yeah. What's the uh, one thing you're gonna miss most about Texas? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I mean, instantly, I just think of um, live music. I think of barbecue. I think of two stepping. I'll give you. I'll give you two stepping barbecue. Live music exists elsewhere. Right, but not the same. Not the same bands. You know, I won't. I won't see Blue Water. I won't see the Eastern Sea. Uh, but if you're in Minnesota, you can see Farewell Milwaukee. There, there's there's good live bands. True. True. So barbecue, and then two stepping. Uh, family won't be able to make like. I, mean, I don't see him too often, but like, uh, just like three hours away from home. And if I if I move somewhere, it'll be a much longer uh, yeah. drive or even flight. You know, yeah. um, see them even less. So that'll be a bummer. But yeah, nobody in the house really. I won't miss any of you guys. That's good. Yeah, none of my friends. Really, just the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't really care about my family. I just just the barbecue. So if you could give a piece of advice to guys here in the chapter of how to make the most of their time here at you know the chapter at Texas State, what do you think that would be? I guess time management and having priorities lined up. Um, so knowing what's the most important to you and like prioritizing basically everything that you are committed to, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be school, um, SPO, you know, focus or, or whatever it is, LOA, um, like business organizations, uh, whatever it is that you're a part of, um, kind of prioritizing and seeing like, what is the most important, what is, uh, you know, the most, uh, pertinent time wise, you know? And, uh, I don't know, just like having like, uh, everything prioritized. I think that's all I have. I don't know. Is there anything parting words? Well, I mean, you're still going to be on the podcast for the next couple of weeks. This is is not like the, the last time you'll hear from Thomas, but this was just kind of, as the year's wrapping up, we figured, uh, give an opportunity to talk about some of your experience here. So yeah, that's all we have. Uh, we'll be we'll be back next week. Uh, these next couple of weeks are going to be kind of interesting uh, for podcast releases. Um, don't know if it's going to be a hundred percent weekly. Don't know uh, how how far between episodes. There may be a couple weeks off because after this week, I will be in India for two weeks and then pray for him. Yes, please. It'll it'll be a hard experience. Uh, and for, for all the travels. people in India because they're going to yeah. be dealing with a old Minnesotan white boy. Oh yeah. Um, but then right after, right after India, uh, Thomas, myself and Rob will actually all be up in Minnesota at mission leader training. So after the two weeks in India, we'll have two weeks in Minnesota, uh, at training. So we probably won't have a lot of time to record then. And then we're all at home during the summer and we're going to try as much as possible to record via Skype and stuff and and still put out stuff over the summer, but our schedules are going to be a lot different. 
And so we'll probably have a couple episodes that we have pre-recorded uh, over the next couple of weeks, but uh, I don't know when the the next episode for sure will be. And so just as a heads up, if you're if you're looking for it, it will appear eventually, but not necessarily right away. So, but thanks for listening. Uh, like we said before, email us at themissionarymen at gmail.com. Uh, but that's it for now. God bless. Have a good one. Bye.